0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Catholic Halos podcast. I'm Veronica Ambuel, Director of Communications for the Diocese of Colorado Springs, and I'm joined today by Deacon Patrick Jones, who's an award-winning author of Catholic Fiction and the founder of Catholic Halos, and Deacon Doug Flynn, who is the Chancellor and General Counsel for the Diocese. Um, Before we uh, start our discussion today, Deacon Patrick, would you lead us in an opening prayer? Absolutely.
1: In nomine Patris, et fili et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, benedictus fructus ventris tui Jesus.
0: Sancta Maria, mater dei, ora penobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. So uh, we, we are um, now in the liturgical season of Lent, and we thought it would be a good idea to um, reflect on how we can uh, make our some of the ways maybe that we could uh, make our Lenten journey a little bit more meaningful and uh, so kind of the, the starting point for our discussion is um, a gospel passage from Matthew chapter 11, verse, uh, starting with verse uh, 28. Um, Deacon Doug, would you read that for us?
2: Certainly. Matthew writes, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So that last verse, Matthew 11:30, 30, uh, Deacon Patrick and I often throw that back and forth and try and muddle through, what does that mean? Because it doesn't always feel like the yoke is easy.
1: <laughs> well, one of the approaches that I've found helpful is to come at it from the opposite side. So, Jesus says his yoke is easy, his burden light. Okay, what's the converse of that? If I'm, if the yoke that I'm carrying is burdensome and heavy, I must be doing it wrong. <laughs> and, and so, the, uh, the reason I thought of this scripture now is the general feel in society is, wow, everybody sure seems burdened. Um, everybody sure seems heavy. And that means that we're doing something wrong. We're not carrying Christ's yoke. Whose yoke are we carrying? Uh, and, in my own life, that question gets answered. Well, it turns out I'm carrying sin's yoke. I'm carrying Satan's yoke. I want to put that one down. Um, and so we're seeing lots of places where there's, uh, increased, uh, suicide. There's increased, uh, mental health issues. Um, what's the shepherding response to that? And the shepherding response in part is how do we deepen in our faith because when we are when we deepen in our faith we we grow roots and as our roots get deeper we're able to draw in nutrients that strengthen us in ways we didn't know we could be strengthened and so when i've gone through and read different uh aspects of writings of the saints they describe that Christ's yoke is indeed easy and his burden light and yet they're accomplishing so much more than i am <laughs> how are they doing that cuz cuz i'm feeling heavy and burdened um somehow the graces that Christ gives us and if we can accept Those graces, they strengthen us in a way that magnifies the fruit of what our labors are. And so our labors can bear so much more because we're stronger. So Christ's yoke being easy and light, a huge part of that equation is if we're humble and receive the gifts and the graces that Christ gives us, in part through sacrifices of Lent, through fasting, through prayer, then we're stronger through Christ and can bear more, yet it be easy and light. Um, and the, uh, one of the challenges that that we have faced, uh, my wife and I uh, obviously is my brain injury. Um, and that comes with a whole lot of earthly burden and challenge, um, which there's nothing I can do about except enter into it and uh choose to joyfully persevere and do the best that I can in any given moment. And when I do, uh there's this lightening. Uh the burden is lifted and one of the prayers that I uh pray whenever I do feel heavy and burdened is just a simple prayer of thanksgiving to Christ in which I name Three graces, uh, three things I'm thankful for. So it's a mini Eucharist, which means Thanksgiving. And depending on the day and the burdens, I can get to one pretty easily, but then two, boy, that one can be really, really hard. And then three is also really, really hard. But once I get it, if I can get to three, I can get to 10,000 something opens up with that Trinitarian of Thanksgivings that just makes everything easy and light, <laughs> even though the burdens are still the same. The situation hasn't changed. And yet mystically, spiritually, faithfully, it has absolutely changed.
0: Well, Dick Patrick, as you were talking, um, what came to mind was uh, Saint Therese of Lisieux and her um, writings about spiritual childhood. Um, I, I think it's ver- very much on that same vein. Is um, a lot of feeling burdened has to do with thinking that um, uh, we're you know we have to do these things, whatever they are on our own, you know, that it's kind of all up to us. And of course, being Americans, we're very um susceptible to that trap, you know, like um Americas Americans tend to be about um lifting themselves up by their bootstraps and that kind of thing. And um I I'll never forget years many years ago now, um a priest mentioned once in a meditation that um that is, uh, f- when, when you're talking about the spiritual life, um, that is the biggest problem that Americans come up against oftentimes is that they, uh, they want instant results, um, they're not used to kind of, um, struggling with something over a period of years, maybe even decades, you know. But, um, getting back to Saint Therese of Lisieux, you know, she, um, she very much um emphasized the idea that um if we focus on being sons and daughters of god and and realize that um he he sees us as as children and understands all our limitations and and weaknesses um uh, not not that he doesn't want us to struggle against our weaknesses but um then then we are, uh, much less likely to feel that we're being asked to do something that is way beyond our, our capability. Um, I know I read one quote, uh, from, I, I believe it was from her sh- story of the soul, but it may also be from one of the letters she wrote to her, her sisters when she was in the convent. She said, you know, um, you, you seem to kind of you seem to be um, envisioning uh, the spiritual life as kind of a, a a climb up a mountain, but she said actually you know what what you need to do is come down to the valley you know and and again once we once we take the focus off of ourselves and like what are my abilities? Uh, what, what can I, what can and can I not do, you know, kind of, who do I need to impress that kind of thing? Then, um, then yes, it becomes much less of a burden. And, and when we make a mistake, we make we, a
1: what, what, <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'll explain it to you after the show okay no uh, okay. <laughs>
2: i think it's pronounced mistake <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah or you know when we just don't me- you know measure up in whatever way uh, then we're number one we're not shocked and number two um we we rectify it but we don't we don't like um we're less likely anyway to kind of like ruminate it over it and say, you know, how can this happen? You know, um, and so, yeah, I, I mean, um, I think that, the, you know, focusing on the concept of divine filiation, uh, at least again, you know, going back to the writings of the saints seems to be a big key to not feeling like life is just a burden.
1: Divine filiation.
0: So, yes, uh, just a fancy way of saying that, you know, we we are all God's children by adoption. But but beyond that, that like he. Is um, watching over us the way uh, I know St. Jose Maria described it so beautifully, like the way a mother. Follows behind a toddler that's just starting to walk, you know, and so the mom's like right there waiting for the child to trip and fall, you know, and, and
1: to the kid, nobody's there.
0: Right. And, <laughs> and they feel, and they feel like they're just doing amazing stuff, you know, but, um, yeah, you know, and, and I don't think, I don't think, um, I know in my case anyway, that is not how I kind of grew up picturing God, But um, it 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 totally changes. um, I think what your spiritual life, if you don't see it as like a, um, well, again to go back to Saint Jose Maria, you know, like a report card, like we're just out to collect A's, you know. Um, And and I also thought of it when uh, I'm just studying
1: for the test at the end of time. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. And, well, and, and the other thing too, I thought of Bishop Golka's latest column for the Herald where he talks about, again, you know, we, we tend to have this, um, stilted idea that, um, man is the measure of all things and that it's our job to quote unquote find God. When in reality, again, he's, he's searching, you know, he, he's always reaching out to us and it's really, um our our role is more to to respond and accept his grace you know rather than carrying on this kind of quest you know um and and so
1: So you're telling me if I want to find God I have to fill my diaper and stop and sit down and and turn around and and God's been right behind me the whole time
0: And throw a lot of tantrums don't forget that one <laughs>
1: Yeah
0: yeah no but I mean you know it it's and you know and and i mean we kind of tying it back to lent i mean we know this in in one sense because you know when you think about going to confession i mean like when's the last time we confessed something like truly original i i mean it's we we tend to have the same sins right that we um con- confess maybe in different different degree or different number but Um, so that kind of, that kind of shows that, you know, in a sense we're still, we, we are just like children, you know, still kind of learning, um, learning the basics in a lot of ways and, um, and, you know, God, of course, again, always grants us his forgiveness if we're contrite, but, um. If, if we were you know if it was if it was all about us um in term if it was all just based on kind of uh desire for achievement so to speak I, I think all of us would agree we'd be we would be in a in big trouble <laughs> because we have, haven't necessarily at least humanly speaking made a ton of progress so um so yeah I mean like I said i I as you were describing your journey i I really thought of Saint Thérèse of Lisieux and and um her beautiful description of you know being a child in in God's eyes and um and and yeah for sure the gratitude aspect
2: well, Veronica um, you mentioned uh confession and Patrick you did too uh the commentary in the version of the Bible that I'm using of the New Testament on these uh verses says our lord calls everyone to come to him We all find things difficult in one way or another. The history of souls bears out the truth of these words of Jesus. Only the gospel can fully satisfy the thirst for truth and justice that sincere people feel. Only our Lord, our Master, and those to whom he passes on his power, can soothe the sinner by telling him, your sins are forgiven.
0: Yeah, that's that's a great... Description. And you think, right. You think about um, why that's a, a great explanation of why um, the church recommends us to go to confession frequently. Right. Because the especially we, during Lent. Right. Right. And I guess that's and I think that's one of the precepts of the church, actually. But, you know, the longer you go in between, the more you're the bigger burden you're carrying.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And and uh so. But also, too, um, the idea that, you know, the burdens can come in a variety of forms. Um, It could be like resentments that we're harboring, um, grudges, uh, just um, sometimes just misunderstandings between people, you know. And uh, so often if we bring those to confession, we we we've. we do um, find ourselves really relieved and, and actually like even looking at it differently and realizing, Oh, actually, you know, (laughs) I actually have no reason to, um, you know, really be alienated from uh, that person in my family or whatever, you know? So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, confession is, is a huge, huge aspect of, not carrying that heavy burden, I think.
2: Well, and Saint Augustine, uh, in his writings, the sermons, talks about this this very yoke being easy and burden light. And he writes, "Any other burden oppresses and crushes you, but Christ's actually takes weight off you. Any other burden weighs down, but Christ's give you gives you wings. If you take a bird's wings away, you might seem to be taking weight off it, but the more weight you take off, the more you tie it down to the earth. There it is on the ground." and you wanted to relieve it of a weight give it back the weight of its wings and you will see how it flies
0: well and i th- i think you know the um that that kind of points to one um aspect of confession that is not well understood which is that um the church is asking people to feel guilty um but but really um we 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 know i mean we experience guilt in our life whether or not we're catholic or whether we even um know uh know anything about god at all you know and so um this is yeah this is this is a way to um it, it's not a question of saying well if I just don't think about my sins, then I won't feel guilty. I mean, I think of a a very naive person would, would buy into that. I think um, anybody with any experience knows that, you know, um, guilt, guilt will, will follow people. Um, But the opportunity to be absolved from our sins, not only relieves us of guilt, but then we get you know, more grace to avoid those, uh, those sins in the future. And that does kind of, you know, give us wings in a sense. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I, I think, um, we can, we can like look for signs in our day to day life that maybe, um, sin is starting to weigh us down a bit and we need to, Find a confessional, you know. I I know for me, it's 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 always like right after Christmas. I I don't know like some <laughs> somehow somehow like being with. My, I hate to say this, but like being in such close contact with my family, twenty four seven. It's like by January one, I'm 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 just about like stick a fork in me. I'm done, you know. And um, so. But you can, you know, you feel that kind of maybe, um, I don't know, irritability, uh, that kind of quick temper, um, just kind of real judgy and critical, and um, then, and that's one of you know several times during the year when I'm usually. I was going to say, and
2: that's just Christmas for you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you could ask my family. I'm sure they'd be happy to weigh in on the subject,
1: but, but that's
0: that's when I feel we'll, it. We'll yeah. have
1: 3,000 guests with the ambules next
2: week.
1: As the whole clan joins us.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I uh I looked up the uh the verse in Latin, verse 30, and it doesn't say easy it says sweet it uses suave um and so that's uh the that gives a whole nother uh understanding and depth to okay well what does easy mean and uh i was when we were reading um i think it was farmer boy uh Laura Ingalls, um, telling of her husband's growing up. Um, and as Manny was a little boy, he got his first little oxen and his father worked with him to carve a yoke that was specific to his little oxen. And he had to recarve them as the, uh, oxen grew. Um, but it was, specifically made for his own oxen and he'd carved it out so there wouldn't be any hot spots it would spread the load evenly across him as as he was pulling whatever he was pulling and it took quite a while it was you know however uh, long in in the the reading but it was uh, him applying his skill and learning how do you take care of your animal by giving it a sweet yoke that spreads the load across the shoulders and is individually shaped um, so that that oxen can bear the largest load possible without having undue burden uh and as uh, Deacon Doug's quote of uh from St. Augustine describes, how much more is does Christ take away the weight rather than just spread it out' Um, by strengthening us and giving us those graces.
0: Well, yeah, that, you know, it's, it's, um, and, and it is interesting that analogy of the, the bird with the wings, because I know that we've all had the experience where, um, we look back, uh, at some difficult time in our life and we do kind of wonder how we got through it. You know, like like um, I mean, for me, of course, it's, it's I'll and I know I've mentioned this several times on the podcast, so I won't rehash it. But, um, you know, when my when my son was diagnosed with cancer at age four and you, th- you know, just think about everything that went along with that. And 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 you're you know, you're not really sure how um, you put one foot in front of the other, you know, hmm. because. I don't have those graces now that I did when I, then, then, that I did when we were going through those experiences. So it's kind of, um, it would almost be kind of, um, pointless really to try to explain it in nuts and bolts terms. You know, obviously it was all through God's grace, you know, that He carried us through that very, of course, it was, um, difficult and, um, Exhausting, but I mean, st- still in all, uh, y- you know, we we definitely, I think, felt that we came out on the other side, you know, stronger, more united as a family and that kind of thing. So you can see you can see um, good things that came out of it. But uh, God, God, again, you know, going back to the idea of being as uh, a father to us when when we're more weak and maybe sickly, even, he's supporting us all the more, you know. So, um, we, we don't, uh, I, I think that's another thing that, um, another burden that Christ relieves us of is worrying about the future because we don't have to say to ourselves, um, how am I, you know, how am I going to do this or how's this going to work out? Knowing that God is our father, we know that we'll have the grace when the time comes. And aside from the fact that, of course, we don't know what the future holds anyway, but um th- that we don't have to look at ourselves as we are in this current moment and say, how is Veronica on, you know, February 16th, 2023, going to handle that situation, because I'll I'll, ha- I'll have, um, you know, assuming it's something that is not uh, brought out brought about by my own sin, um, you know, I'll have the the grace of God to to get through that. So um, I, I think that being re- relieved of that worry and anxiety for the future is another way that our burden is lessened.
1: Well, I keep going back to the. <clears throat> the, the uh really challenging and humbling realization of wait <laughs> when i'm grumbling because something's heavy that means i'm doing it wrong and there is an answer and it's simple and it's hard therefore all things simple are both deeply uh, gifts and deeply true and, uh, therefore hard for us to let go of the the worldly challenges, um, and embrace. Uh, and so how, how do I choose instead of just bowling forward and doing it the way that I have been doing it? How do I humbly set down the yoke I've been carrying and examine wait what am i doing wrong that's making this heavy and hard um as a lenten journey that that uh has been a very powerful way to uh for me to examine uh my conscience of how can i run towards christ more fully uh, hmm. in daily life
2: well when um when I feel burdened. A lot of times uh, someone else will see that. And I remember my boss saying, Doug, that's too heavy. You, you can't hear it. You need to offer that up to God. If you can't do that, offer it up to me and I'll offer it up to God. And so I take, <laughs> I've taken just uh, paying it forward now with other people. When I see them, them looking burdened or sad or crestfallen and, and just saying, Hey, whatever it is, offer it up uh, going back to the 1960s or 50s. <laughs> well,
1: and one of the most powerful ways, uh, working with people with brain injury, uh, to help them find themselves launched forward in their journey, uh, both in terms of being able to function in life, um, but, but also just experiencing joy despite the challenges of life. Is working with them to, okay, who around you needs help? Reach sideways and help them. And you'll be astonished how doing that, by reaching sideways, you yourself have been launched forward when you look back
0: at it. Well, uh, we're... Our uh, time went very quickly today, but we we are uh, out of time for this episode of the podcast.
1: Quickly for us, but possibly very, very slow for some people listening. (laughs) Who knows? They can offer it up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is this thing ever going (laughs) to end? Before we have our closing prayer, just want to remind everybody that you can listen to this episode and all past episodes of Catholic Halos on. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Stitcher, and many other platforms. So feel free to check us out there. Um, uh, Deacon Doug, would you lead us in the closing prayer?
2: I certainly will. Ave Maria, gratia plena, dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, benedictus fructus ventris tu Jesus.
0: Sancta Maria Mater De ora Pronobis Picatori Boost Nunc and ora Mortis Nostre Amen. Thanks everyone for joining us for this episode of the Catholic Halos Podcast.